Hello, and welcome to the Alliant Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better. My name is Rakia Campbell, and I'm your host today. And joining me is Stacey Hull. She is the Program Manager for Alliant Health Solutions. And we are today going to talk about our contract with the National COVID Resiliency Network. So many of you may not know, but Morehouse School of Medicine has subcontracted with Alliant Health Solutions in support of its agreement with the U.S. Office of Health and Human Services for an initiative called the National Infrastructure for Mitigating the Impact of COVID-19 within Racial and Ethnic Minority Communities. So this three-year project is designed to work with community-based organizations across the nation to deliver education and information on resources to help fight the pandemic. And Stacy is here today to share with us more about what Alliant is doing, what INSERN, which is the acronym for the National COVID Resiliency Network, is doing, and how we're all still trying to make some leeway with, um, with the pandemic and getting information out to disproportionately impacted uh, communities. So Stacey, if you can introduce yourself, um, share your role with Alliant, and what you're doing related to the INSERN work. Thank you, Rakia. So as Rakia shared, I am Stacey Hull. I am the program manager for Online Health Solutions, and I work on the National COVID-19 Resiliency Network Initiative. I actually oversee the daily operations of the program. Great. Thank you, Stacey. So what is INCERN and how did Alliant get involved in the work? INCERN is a structured national network of strategic partners that's made up of state territory tribal, local, national, and community-based organizations that are working collectively to mitigate the impact of COVID-19. The priority populations of focus for INCERN are Asian Americans, American Indians, African Americans, Hispanics, Alaskan Natives, Native Hawaiians, and other Pacific Islanders, as well as people in rural areas, people with disabilities, individuals that are incarcerated, refugees, and immigrants. So NCRN or NCERN was born out of necessity. So the pandemic really highlighted the gap in health equity. We heard the stats of how people of color were being severely negatively impacted by the virus. So data revealed how social determinants of health were factors. And the fact that people of color were predisposed to certain health conditions that only further complicated the matter. the stats were really alarming. For example, when compared to white non-Hispanic persons, mm-hmm. African-Americans and Latinos were both three times more likely to be hospitalized wow. and two times more likely to die from a COVID-related problem. Hmm. And then the American Indians and Alaskan Natives were 3.5 times more likely to be hospitalized and 2.4 times more likely to die from a COVID-related problem. So I think we can all agree that with these stats, it's clear that a national strategy was necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot has really had a long-standing relationship with Morehouse School of Medicine. Morehouse has worked as a subcontractor for a line on some of our quality improvement efforts and around our quality payment programs. So Morehouse was very familiar with our body of work, you know, our data-driven approach in working with communities and our ability to bring communities together to work on initiatives, you know, as well as um, the ease in which we can partner with state, local, and federal organizations uh, to, you know, to work on a problem. So Morehouse invited us to be a strategic partner and we recognizing the importance and the magnitude of this work, we agreed. 
you know, Morehouse has really been a great partner for us and we endeavor to be the same for them. Great. So the stats were pretty alarming. Um, has INSERN or any other sources you're aware of identified why there was such a discrepancy or some of the key reasons on why there's a, such a discrepancy with different um, ethnic groups? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that the social determinants of health played a major role. Just the fact that the economic and social conditions uh, influence this, a person's health and their ability to get the services that they need, as well as the fact that minorities or people of color were predisposed to certain health conditions, which made them at higher risk of contracting the virus mm. or being negatively impacted by that virus. Got it. That makes sense. So um, besides Alliant, what are some other types of partners that are involved in INSERN? You know, INSERN is made up of over 30 strategic partners and hundreds of community partners from across the country. Mm -hmm. The strategic partners include organizations such as Unidos U.S., 100 Black Men, and the National Council of Urban Indian Health, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. Strategic partners we meet monthly to share our best practices, promote efforts, and partner on initiatives. The community partners are part of the regional community coalition. And this regional coalition is an important part of the system because NCRN is created for the community by the community. Mm -hmm. And this ensures that the needs across the country are not only heard, but that they are met, understood, and addressed. So community partners provide a very unique perspective from a grassroots level, and they meet quarterly to share their insights into their communities. Good, good. So it's good to hear that, you know, conversations are happening and the right people are at the table having those conversations. Absolutely. That can do kind of the grass, grassroots efforts to get the word out. So what specifically is Alliance role in the work and what does Alliant provide to contribute to the, uh, to the program? You know, over the past year, Alon has contributed to uh, INSERN in many ways. So we have been actively participating in partner groups. We built new relationships and we worked diligently to promote vaccine confidence in people in that pre-contemplation stage. You know, people who were kind of waiting to see whether or not they wanted to take the vaccine. So we wanted to make sure that people were getting accurate information to be able to make an informed decision. So we shared insert information across Alliance social media platforms and on our webpage. Mm -hmm. And early in the pandemic, we developed a data platform that allowed us to identify priority populations in communities with high rates of COVID cases. Mm -hmm. So this platform allowed us to take a county level look at areas and identify those strengths and barriers and needs of a particular community. So with this information in hand, we decided to outreach to organizations that supported people in their communities, such as faith-based communities, behavior health centers, rural health associations, and even prison chaplains. Mm -hmm. So we knew that these were the places people would go for help. And we wanted to get that in CERN materials, COVID testing information, treatment and vaccination availability into their hands. Mm -hmm. And so we created this database of contacts and we were able to disseminate uh, mass emails uh, to these entities. And over the past year, we disseminated COVID educational resources and toolkits to over 90,000 people. 
we also created a behavioral health focused video where we were promoting vaccine equity for people with behavioral health disorders. We know that people with behavioral health disorders die anywhere from 15 to 25 years earlier than a person without such a diagnosis. And we didn't want that pandemic to widen that gap. So mm -hmm. we created this video with tips for behavioral health professionals on how they can support vaccine equity for people with behavioral health disorders. Got it. That's good. That's good. So other resources are being created and being made accessible to those communities that are being most impacted. That's good. Yes. So what does the future hold for this work? You know, July 1st uh, started year two in this work for us. So we will focus our efforts to address some of the unexpected complications brought about due to COVID. So we will place a strong focus on addressing mental wellness within communities. We want to address the developmental disruption that children face due to sheltering in place and isolation and stress that they've been under. Mm -hmm. uh, we will also work to increase immunization across all ages and focus on a return to care for those chronic conditions and increase screenings for prostate cancer and uh, chronic kidney disease. So we're really excited about um, year two. You know, what we learned in year one is that COVID, with COVID, things change rapidly. So, you know, we will remain agile to rapidly adjust to the change in landscape and meet the needs of the community just in this time of COVID. Good. So do you see an opportunity for this to evolve? It's almost hard to believe that it's been almost, it's been over a year that we've been in this pandemic um, state, but um, knowing that that's what triggered the opportunity for NCRN to be developed, um, do you see an opportunity to evolve for the program? Yes, you know, I'm very optimistic about the future. Uh, we have already witnessed great change with the introduction of vaccines. You know, people are getting together again, people are traveling, you know, but still more people need to be vaccinated before we can really declare a win, right? And another area I feel that us as a nation can evolve in is that I hope that we will continue our, the efforts in putting in place health equity programs that will ensure that people are getting the care that they need, you know, regardless of where we live or who we are, we all deserve to have access to quality health care. So how can someone get involved if they're interested in working with NCERN or receiving updates? Oh, getting involved is easy. Uh, simply go to www.msm.edu slash NCRN and register to join the Regional Community Coalition. You can sign up to receive the NCERN newsletter uh, and you can access resources in 13 different languages. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you for joining me today, Stacey. Thank you for having me, Rakia. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Align Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better.